This is Live to Lead Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. Inspiring leaders want to break the excellence barrier by reaching greater heights. They are ready to unlock higher performance by expanding their horizons to capture sustained, desirable outcomes for both business and life application. But there's a problem. Many leaders today are tapped out, immobilized, and feel completely unfulfilled. Why? Because of unnecessary distraction and lack of the right support, leaving them completely off course. Live to Lead offers up the opportunity to gain insight, shift perspectives, and get inspired by listening to stories from everyday leaders just like you. I'm calling each and every one of you out right now to own your bold responsibility to lead powerfully today, tomorrow, and into the future. Are you with me? Good. Let's begin. deal with adversity and personal challenge? Are you like some people that just try to avoid it and escape it and feel like you are just bulletproof and you're just going to rise up, be strong, walk away, turn the cheek and keep on moving forward? Or do you face it? Do you look it in the eye and do you say, I am ready to receive this experience and understand why I'm walking through it? What is the lesson to be unearthed here and how am I going to fix it? Are you somebody that looks at personal challenge, adversity, and difficult circumstances as somebody that says, how am I responding in this situation in the sense of am I creating a continual pattern of behavior over and over again and self-sabotaging my own personal happiness? There are many ways to handle and to push through and to press forward and drive that ball down the field when it comes to walking through and navigating through personal change and adversity. You have to have a toolkit available to you to be able to pull from it so that you don't respond to adversity and personal challenge immaturely, regretfully, adding more pain to others unnecessarily, or by just running away. So we're going to talk just a little bit about how to move through personal challenge and adversity. And these are just some things that have worked for me in my past. But the first thing I want to just make sure that we are clear about, life will turn and it's temporary. The storms will come in, they'll come in with notice, and they'll come in without notice. And when you are in that storm, how you respond to it and while in it really cultivates the next journey for you, I believe. I feel like as you experience more storms in your life, you become a lot wiser, a lot more mature. You can actually feel from the other person's perspective rather than your own so much. I recently went through something. I will tell you, there were parts of me that got really angry and just shocked and upset and mad. And then I realized that 
those emotions were no longer my burden to carry. That deep down inside, this really didn't have anything to do with me. And it was likely a lot of unresolved prior business, personal, emotional business from the past. You can't carry people's burdens. You can't feel bad for people. You can't stay in situations because you want to be the rescuer. Because most people don't want to be saved. And the only way that they're going to move forward and press forward is by accepting the reality that they do need to change, to change for themselves, and that deep down inside, they can only save themselves. So we're going to talk just a little bit about this concept. I'm going to start off with one of my favorite quotes by Guy Finley. If you want light to come into your life, you need to stand where it is shining. When you're going through personal struggles and difficult times, you have to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with love, peace, tranquility, excitement, laughter, happiness. You can't stay under the rock. You can't stay under the dark cloud. All that's going to do is continually pollute your thinking and get you upset. But more importantly, it doesn't offer up the chance to think clearly through a situation, to go back and handle it correctly, or to just learn from it. As you know, we all endure setbacks and adversity. But guess what? Some people actually never recover while others do. We cannot even begin to pretend that we're immune to this. Come on, we all know life throws us some blows. And the reality is it comes unannounced and it generally derails us and blindsides us. But guess what? It doesn't have to knock you down to the ground all the way permanently or for long-term periods. As Eric Thomas says, when life knocks you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. When life delivers you a good dose of personal challenge, my friend, you just may be wondering, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to be able to sustain an element of normalcy in my life? How am I going to keep my faith? How am I going to keep grounded? How do I even reach for a positive outlook? or even begin to look through clear lenses. And as I coach people, or as I just talk to people, and even when I have conversations with myself, definitely not crazy conversations where anybody would have to be alarmed, but you know when you just have that conversation, I always say it's like a bigger conversation with your soul. I always say that it is something that you are meant to walk through. And I want to give you one of my go-to statements whenever I'm going through a major challenge in life. And it is, don't let things put you out of your game. Do you hear me when I say that? Don't let things put you out of your game. Don't let guilt, don't let shame, regret, frustration, anger, sadness, bitterness, resentfulness, any of those things. Now let me first back up because I believe that there's another element to this. If you feel guilty or you feel like you're regretting something, I do feel you should tap into that. 
If you feel like you've made a poor decision or a wrong move, then you should absolutely go back and handle it. But once you've exhausted it, you have to learn to just accept, learn from it and go. And like I said, write it down somewhere if you have to. Don't let things put you out of your game. Now listen, I also want to remind you that it is so important, important to feel your feelings. I have personally struggled with that for a long time. I didn't even talk about my feelings. I was in a relationship that was very toxic. My feelings didn't feel safe or secure. And when I would vent or present how I was feeling, it was either then created or held against me, or it was just dismissed, or I was made fun of. I learned very early on in my prior marriage to just hold it in, to not talk about it, to just say I'm fine. And I had done that for so long that I actually didn't even know how to feel my feelings. When I take myself back to my childhood, during times that my parents had a very, very traumatic marriage for about a period of maybe six to eight years, I knew that telling my parents that I was scared when they argued or nervous or worried or anxious would actually just make them a little bit more upset, a little bit more mad at each other. So I held that in. So for most of my life, I only knew how to hide feelings. And even more recently, I started to dabble into letting my feelings come out and be a little honest. And even then, I experienced them being held against me because I didn't say it right or I didn't approach it right. I learned real quick after talking to my own coach recently that we are to feel our own feelings and you should always express yourself and you shouldn't ask for permission to express yourself and you shouldn't feel guilty when you express yourself as long as you are in alignment with respect, your dignity, and grace. So my next reminder to you when you're going through personal challenge or adversity is to make sure you feel your feelings and give yourself permission to get pissed off, to get confused, to get sad, and anything else in between. Feel it, walk through it, soak in it for a little bit. And then I want you to be able to shed it. But remember, feeling your feelings is not weak. It's weak to pretend that they don't exist. And when you feel them, you realize quickly that it's necessary. Why? Because you need to move towards release rather than sustaining long-term pollution. I can't tell you how many people I have known or coached or observed that never let go of hurts from years ago. And they never realized just how much those emotional triggers was actually self-sabotaging them. They were starting to live this self-fulfilling prophecy because everything that they were afraid that was going to happen, they created it. They attracted it. They built the walls up. 
they actually created and cultivated a perfect storm for the same thing to happen because they did not shed work through, get counsel, or seek advice on areas that they needed to from prior hurt and pain. So my friend, make sure you feel that feeling. Make sure you know it's necessary to feel it, but do it quickly and move towards that release so then again, you do not sustain that long-term pollution. Then I want you to understand something else. Guess what? Newsflash, if you don't know this and this is the first time you're hearing it, then go me. But it shouldn't be because guess what? Everyone struggles. Everyone has personal challenges. Everyone has a hang-up, a fear, a worry, an anxiety. Every colleague relationship, every business partner relationship, every personal relationship, every self-relationship, every parent out there, every man out there, every woman out there, every educator out there, everyone has some form of struggle going on in their life at that time or they just left one, or they're headed towards one. So guess what? You are not abnormal, and you are not alone or solo. You're not the only one right now feeling like your life is in shambles. There are a hundred million plus people right behind you. After you realize that you are not alone or solo, and you're not the only one that messes up over and over again, Then I want you to surround yourself with people who truly care about you and know you. I made that mistake. I stayed very comfortable in my happy little world and I didn't really always have time for my friends. I was always there for them if they text or they called or they had a question or a need I'd provide, but I didn't nourish the pipeline of friendship. And let me tell you something, not only is that not good, But I was so blessed to be able to tap into my inner circle and my outer circle of friends and every single one of them was right there waiting for me to reach out, held out their hand and I am telling you right now, I was just wowed because I had felt a level of guilt that I did not nurture these pipeline of friendships. But true friends and friends that really care about you and want what's best for you, you know, the ones that already see the fall before it happens, the ones that are on the sidelines going, oh my God, what is she thinking? (laughs) They're there for you. But that doesn't mean you can forget them. It means just to be gently reminded that when you're going through a personal challenge or adversity, reach out to your friendships. Surround yourself with people who are going to elevate you to be the best version of yourself. Think about that for a minute. Who empowers you? Who makes you feel like you walk on water and that you are smart and you are capable and that you are just someone that's going to knock that ball out of the park? Who makes you feel that warm, fuzzy feeling? Someone that you know has unconditional love for you. That's the person. Those are the people you want to tap into. Be brave enough to raise your hand and say, I am suffering. Be brave enough to raise your hand and say, I need advice. Be brave. Be bold. Make some noise. It's okay to seek counsel. It's okay to have and receive support. It's okay not to be on 24-7. 
Finally, my friend, drop the guilt and the shame. Realize you've done all that you could have possibly done. And well, if you didn't, if you didn't give your 100%, nobody is stopping you from making it right. You owe it to yourself that if you have something to fix and to rectify so that you can release guilt and shame, you ought to do it. Because that toxicity that is in your heart space will only continually pollute your mind, body, and soul. So as Bren Brown puts it, shame corrodes the very part of us that believes we are capable of change. She further goes on to say, if we share our shame story with the wrong person, they can easily become one more piece of flying debris in an already dangerous storm. My friend, be very careful of the people that you call your people. If you have a person, make sure that's your person. Don't ever feel robbed of your dignity, your grace. Do not let anything knock you out of your game. Show up, show up well, show up big. Remember that in the face of adversity and personal challenge, eyes are all on you. Believe it or not, eyes are on you. There are people in this world that are watching you. They want to know how you're going to respond. You may have no idea the number of people that you influence on a daily basis, but they are watching you and they're looking to you to see how you are manning up, how you are womaning up, how you are delivering a class act response, or how you are pushing through. Sometimes, and it's most of the time, none of this has to do with us in the end. It has to do with the lesson what you're going to do with the lesson, and how you're going to use this experience to either fix it or empower someone else. As always, it is so good to be here with you in this space. I am so proud of this podcast, but more importantly, I just love to hear the responses and when people reach out to me. And I always say to other fellow coaches who are just trying to make an impact in the world, it's not in the numbers, it's in the results. If it's just that one person that you helped, that you supported, that you influenced, you changed a life. So remember that your influence is mighty. I will say that I have my unearthed class right now in pilot mode. It's going well. Superstar performance in that class. Superstar performance. Unearth is going to be released to everyone in the month of September. August is my pilot month. So I'm also offering up coaching conversations. What does that mean? It means that there are people out there that do not need a full program or a plan. They just need to pick up the phone and say, hey, look, I follow you. I know you know your stuff. You are trained. You have vision. I need some help around a particular subject 30 minutes and that is it. So if that's something that you need or you're struggling with, I invite you to reach out to me by visiting my website www.kristensmithworldwide.com. Send me an email. Myself or one of my team members will definitely get back with you. I'm actually having a little bit of assistant help starting this coming week. I finally said to myself that I can't make the moves and hit the ground running in the capacity that I want to if I don't invest now. I've had assistance in the past that have been fabulous, but 
it's time to venture off and do that again. So without further ado, have an amazing week. I don't know what day you'll be listening to this, but just know that you are fabulous and I hope your week is productive. And until we talk, of course, I want you to continue to be unstoppable and I have something exciting to share before I let you go. I'm traveling to my hometown, New Smyrna Beach, which is only a couple hours away, but I am traveling with my microphone and my laptop, and I'm actually going to do a podcast right from the beach. My goal is to make it live, and I'm excited because you're going to really want to hear from the entrepreneur that I am interviewing that is really quite mighty and influential and positive, and he definitely is a mover and a shaker. So you're not going to want to miss that. And until next time, again, because I can't say it enough, be unstoppable. 